Good morning, everyone. It's Judith Hope. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. Um, so if you haven't been watching Catch and Kill, uh, Ronan Farrell's podcast, it's very, very good. Uh, they turned it into, into a television show for HBO. HBO again with the great content. Um, very compelling because like Bill Cosby in R. Kelly and any of these serial predators, how long can someone just rape and attack and no one do anything? I mean, he was paying people off. He had like a shadow police force. It was incredible. And, you know, he prey upon these young girls who just wanted to work in film. I'm sure there were some actresses that haven't stepped forward that he assaulted and they probably went on to have great careers and they don't want that to be part of the narrative. Um, I mean, while he was most famous, uh, certainly I was out there trying to pitch projects and I know Miramax came up, but as much as I loved their roster of films, there was just something I never really pushed that one. It was like, that's okay. Cause I knew he was belligerent and rude and, um, let's be honest, you never saw a lot of people of color around him. You know, you never saw him making a huge effort to make uh, what Hollywood would call black films. So, you know, there was New Line and, um, you know, a few other uh, houses that were more popular and said yes to black directors, black writers, etc., so, but I didn't never felt like Miramax was one of those. And even though my writing style to me doesn't lend itself to, you know, being called a black film, but you know, Hollywood is probably one of the most racist places I've ever dealt with and they deal in stereotypes. And so for, if you got black people in it, it's a black film. So we've come a little bit further in terms of you know, viewing projects more expansively. I mean, you look at something like Euphoria, which stars the wonderful Zendaya, and uh, you wouldn't call that a black show. I mean, that show is wild. That show is a fever dream is what I call that show. Um, Produced by Drake. Thank you, Drake. Uh, He also executive produced Top Boy, the the revival of the show on Netflix. So check that out. It's also very, very good. Um, Yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. So this podcast is just really riveting to listen to and to see him interviewing people because you can just feel like a 49-year-old woman go back to her 22-year-old self uh, in a room trapped with him, and it's harrowing. And apparently, Harvey has something wrong with his penis. Um, (laughs) I'm not even being funny. He has, I think he was born with with a birth defect of his penis or no, I think that was Jeffrey Epstein. Harvey Weinstein apparently had some sort of, uh, bacterial infection, which deformed his penis, which, uh, I've seen bacterial infection. Someone calls it genital gangrene, uh, which makes it all worse. Who wants someone with genital gangrene coming at them? Um, yeah, no, thanks. It looks like uh, it left him disfigured, but it didn't keep him from wanting to rape. Probably made him want to rape more. I think uh, Jeffrey Epstein had a uh, an accident 
um, during his bris or something like his circumcision because he um, he has a deformed penis too. And I guess deformed penises make you want to rape more. I don't know, but uh, that was that's fascinating. All of it's fascinating. That's actually not part of the podcast. <laughs> that's just something while I was googling him that uh, that I read and I was like, what? Um, so anyway, that's pretty uh, pretty entertaining stuff. It's very riveting to watch. Um, it's, it probably shouldn't be called entertaining. It's 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 harrowing to hear what lengths people had to go to just to get away from him. You know, he would just start taking off his clothes. No other business in the world. Can you just start taking off your clothes, uh, and expecting people to just, you know, keep taking notes or, you know, reading scripts with you and your butt ass naked, you know, and then when you're horny, you're just gonna stand behind them and masturbate on them or, you know, just the gross shit I've I've read. When you hear his tapes, one lady was able to record him. And the sheer desperation and manipulation in his voice is just disgusting. He is no better than a guy standing in an alley waiting to rape somebody. You know, he just was wealthy and he used his wealth and power to destroy people's lives. I mean, I can't imagine what this is like for his children. Ugh. Anyway... I've been given a lot of motivational speeches lately. And shockingly, a lot of people have never seen the movie uh, Gladiator, which I'm not trying to give it away. No spoiler alert. But, um, you know, one of my friends, I gave her that motivational speech about you're, you're the Calvary. The Calvary's not coming over the hill. You need to grab your gun and start shooting. Not literally St. Louis. Figuratively, though, when you're in a tough situation and, you know, you you just don't see any way out, but then you realize you're your only way out because nobody's coming to save you. And a lot of times you got to save yourself. And uh, that means just picking up your gun and, and shooting back. You know, it's time to fight. There's a time in every war movie where the person or persons realizes like, oh, shit, no one is coming. We've got to shoot. And uh, that's you know, where we are. <laughs> Some of us are at that place in our lives where it's like, I was waiting, but ain't nobody show up. So now I got to start fighting. So there's that. Um, yeah. Yesterday, somebody asked me if I was from the East Coast, probably because I say stuff like that. I was waiting. Nobody showed up. So I started fighting. And uh, so then my next analogy has been lately. Uh, we're we're like uh, the people like the end scene in Gladiator when uh, Joaquin Phoenix being the snake that he is. Spoiler alert, it's a 20 year old movie. Uh, um, he, he's such a snake. He's already hosed, uh, op- not Optimus, Maximus, uh, who is um, Russell Crowe, out of the kingship um, and turned him into a slave for the whole movie. But at the end, he finally wants to fight. Uh, Maximus to show that he's really the king or whatever, which is, you know, probably not smart, but as, you know, Russell Crowe's hands are tied up and he can't do anything, um, Joaquin stabs Russell Crowe. And so I've been having explained this all week to people who haven't seen the movie. It's like, and so he stabs him and then he lets him go because he feels like now I'm going to, you know, we're going to have a fair fight. 
And so Russell Crowe is all stabbed up and he still defeats this dude. So, you know, sometimes in life when you are feeling like it's adverse, there's adversity, you don't know how you're going to make it, you know, yeah, and you have a lot of disadvantages, including being stabbed. Um, Sometimes it's literally, but in this case, it's figuratively, you know, you have impediments, you have reasons why you shouldn't be successful, yet you still can go out there and win. And that's our duty depending on what it is that you do or what situation you're in, you have to find a way to win. You know, that's why I don't humor a lot of excuses. You know, people are like, well, and I've done this for myself. Yes, I've made excuses. I didn't do this. I didn't get that. I didn't do And after a while, nobody wants to hear it. Even yourself gets sick of that shit. It's like, well, you know what? If somebody didn't come to save you, admit that you were supposed to try to save yourself. So... You know, just get out there and keep fighting, keep pushing. Um, And having said that, it made me think of something that Joel Osteen says all the time. Then I remember people are pissed at Joel Osteen for being rich, which I don't understand. Who in the world made you believe that in order to be a person of God, you had to be poor? You know who made you believe that? Probably the Catholic Church, while they were taking all the money. People who don't want you to have any money or feel like you have to be poor to be successful have probably just been taking your money. Joel Osteen is a prosperity preacher. He preaches about how you can change your life and how you can change your circumstances and how you deserve to be happy. And if money is part of that, you deserve that. So I'm not mad at him. He does a good job and he motivates and inspires a lot of people. This whole notion that you got to be dirt broke and poor to be a humble servant of the Lord is ridiculous. And the people who who promulgated it the most were happy making sure you stayed poor while they stayed rich. And I have a little pepper in my voice because I just found out some some bishop who my high school is named after apparently owns slaves. Now, how does that work? How are you a Catholic bishop owning slaves? Make that make sense. That got the little email explaining how I was like, I don't. I don't even just reparations. If you want to give me my tuition money back, I'll take it. But, you know, don't give me no explanations and you don't have to change the name of the school. It is what it is. He owned slaves when I went there. Obviously, that was the history. This whole trying to erase history thing is stupid, too. If it happened, it happened. Part of our problem in this country is we can't move forward because we just don't want to accept that certain things happen. And we just want to make it go away and talk about it in truncated, weird ways. You know, you can't fix something that's that was broken and then you just pretend it wasn't broken. I don't know. Make that make sense, though. How does the Catholic bishop own slaves? And then everybody's mad at Joel Osteen. Yeah, mic drop. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> Please take care of yourselves. This Delta thing is fucking people up. Apparently now uh, people who are vaccinated are still getting COVID and uh, it's alarming to people. So I I keep wearing my mask. I was in the grocery store getting eyeballs again yesterday. I don't care. Listen, I don't know what's going on. We don't, aren't going to know for years what, what we're truly dealing with here and how uh, in danger we really were. I mean, for all we know, COVID-19 might be the might be the curtain call for most of us. Who knows? 
because it ain't going away. And people are just resistant to the idea of compliance. So, yeah, be careful, be safe. Really, just be smart. If your instinct is to back up, back up. If your instinct is to, hmm, let me wash my hands. Wash your hands. If you want to wear a mask, wear it. You don't want to die from this shit. All right? And you definitely don't want to be sick. And I think there are long-term ramifications that people haven't even really begun to know. Because guess what? Haven't been past it long enough. And clearly, it's going to take a lot for us to get past it if people won't get vaccinated. All right? So... Get vaccinated. If you haven't, please wash your hands. Please stay safe distances from people. And uh, yeah, have a wonderful Thursday. Be your best. Bye. Through the canopy's teeth, a slight breeze through the palm trees, pampering me. A sight see from the mountain peaks, the camera beats. I wanna go with the flow, I wanna float with the tide, I wanna float in a boat, I wanna surf when I slide, I wanna open my soul and find my purpose inside. I know it's in it, but I really just don't know where it hides. It was kind of bizarre when I got in my car and left it all behind. I thought I lost my mind, but I just closed my eyes and hit the road to drive. No clock to watch, so I ain't know the time. I was so surprised, I felt so alive. My oldest polarized, so the sun arose my eyes. On the open road, I'm feeling like dolomite. Even though I took a gamble and just rolled the dice, like, fuck it. Like, fuck it, uh So, so now I'm feeling free, free Cause it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you, you, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free, free Cause it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you, you, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free, free Cause it's where I wanna be, be And between me and you, you, I don't ever wanna leave So now I'm feeling free, free Cause it's where I wanna be, be in between me and you, you, I don't ever wanna If you got a dream, you better follow it, if you're fighting pride, you better swallow it, if you have a doubt Just acknowledge it, it's cool to be afraid, but don't be a cowardice If you got a dream, you better follow it, if you're fighting pride, you better swallow it, if you have a doubt Just acknowledge it, it's cool to be afraid, but don't be a cowardice So when I did arrive, the time changed my life, no I can say I really did it and it made me like A pioneer on the frontier, native like Zeus was a suit chief, amazing ride Maybe I find a babe with hazel eyes, made my wife and babies live a lazy life That ain't happened with the point I was making, guys is you can do anything if you make your mind Like, fuck it Like, fuck it Like, fuck it Like, fuck it And I'm California